Previously on the Twist Cast. So last time we talked about Shazam! Shazam! God, it's so annoying. Uh, we also looked at a few trailers, including Joker and Avengers Endgame. Yes, we did. And extremely excited for Avengers Endgame. Cannot wait. All right, so, guys, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Everybody, welcome to the Twist Cast. Now, let's get things started off with the news. Well, this is the MCU edition of the Twist Cast. Uh, celebrating everything running up to Endgame, and the news <laughs> so reflects that. Uh, so we're going to start with comic books, uh, as we usually do. Invisible Woman will be getting a five-issue limited series in July, which is cool. Well, I think she's the most powerful member of that group, so mm-hmm. okay, badass. Marvel teases a Hulk versus the Thing in an upcoming Fantastic Four event. Uh, Marvel also teases a Wolverine versus Blade uh, little action coming up. Ka-ching! <laughs> Swords versus claws. I Who wins? <laughs> still have not read any Blade. Haven't seen any of the Blade movies. Dude, really? you Never. gotta see Blade One at least. Yeah, Blade One is. It's on my list. I just let me tell you haven't. something. My so my wife Christina and I we were looking to watch Blade one night on a streaming service. Couldn't find it. Oh, that's the big issue. Is went like it's went ne- to rent it on like Xbox Marketplace. It was like five dollars to rent. Right. So I'm like, just out of curiosity, how much is it? For the movie itself, to buy a Blu-ray, one on Amazon, you can get all three of those motherfuckers for ten dollars on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> so, just a word of the wise. All right, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Marvel's also revealed a story called "The Death of Rocket Raccoon." Okay, which is a little sad. Uh, I don't want him to die. I know. It's our favorite uh, little trash panda. <laughs> so much worse. DC has postponed. <laughs> Uh, Batman Damned Number 3 a second time now, with the final issue of that that title now coming out on June 19th. If you remember, that first one got mm-hmm. like traction for showing Batman's dick. Not one, but two <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder... <laughs> I wonder if his dick, his condoms have like Batman symbols like right around the middle. Because you got to think he developed his own condoms, right? I'm sure. I mean, you've, you've got to stay on brand, right? Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, and uh, finally here, Marvel teases Acts of Evil for later this year, which makes me kind of curious if they're doing that to directly compete with DC's Year of the Villain, hmm. which we talked about previously. Okay. And this is, I'm sorry to, to go back to this, but do you think Wonder Woman uses Trojan? Uh, I mean... Moving on <laughs> from I, that very poor joke, pun, whatever you want to call it. See, that's why I said it, because you don't know what it is. Moving on. <laughs> Considering your history, it's possible. Uh, moving on to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, it's old to me. I don't know why. Uh, Warner Brothers is uh, reportedly planning a Dr. Fate movie. Um, okay. Should be interesting. I wonder. Hmm. I get curious about... Oh. Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also like kind of curious, like why are they not kind of focusing on some of their more well-known heroes first to kind of build back reputation? But whatever. Well, I think it it could be uh, redemption time for DC. Could, I mean, they've been like, doing CG pretty stuff. well so yeah. far. You know so. what I mean? I've been I've been encouraged by what we've seen yeah. so far lately. I mean, just go back and listen to the last podcast where we talked about Shazam. Uh, you'll see that we were very impressed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Shazam, that's how you segue, kids. Uh, Shazam's Mary Marvel, uh, the actress Michelle Borth, says she has a five-movie deal. Damn. Which means they committed straight up before this movie even dropped. So that's- Wow. I mean, they were saying they already had a trilogy plan from the get-go. But yeah, but five, five movies? movies? God damn. 
I mean, you got to wonder if one crossover. of those is like a Justice League sort of thing again. Or... See, I don't think they're going to do that. But if they did, if they did not do Justice League in lieu of smaller crossovers, I'm down for that. That would probably work well for now. Uh, Dave Bautista had to pass on a role in the Suicide Squad movie, so they added another wrestler, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this movie's going to be so interesting. <laughs> uh, and he, he's slated to play one of four potential characters. Ratcatcher, King Shark, my uh, my odds-on favorite right there. Polka Dot Man or Peacemaker. I've seen things that have alluded to Peacemaker, but meh. Hmm. Uh, come on, King Shark. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be give sweet. give me a giant fucking and shark. And they already have a giant crocodile, so I mean. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sam, this is going to make you very happy. DC Universe is now on Xbox One with an app. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. It's like you should have done it from the get-go. What? Yeah. They should have started there? Mm Mm-hmm. You're serious? I think so. Idiots. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. That's really dismissive, and I I apologize for nothing. Good. Um, Titan Season 1 finale the original finale mm-hmm. is now being reworked as the season two premiere, um, which I mean, is frustrating. I hope so. Because you could have just saved us all this trouble and just yeah. given it to us as the finale instead of that awful ending place where it was. Uh, speaking of Titans, uh, Ian Glenn from Game of Thrones will portray Bruce Wayne in season two of Titans. That's okay. right. Heard that. Uh, I'm I'm very excited. You've probably seen him in other stuff. He's been a maybe. He's been a villain. Uh, the second half of Young Justice season three is done, which is encouraging. So that way there won't be any issues there. Remember that that'll come back up later. Uh, Tom Welling confirms an appearance on the final season of Arrow. I'm oh, curious if they're okay. using him as as Superman. Like, hmm. You gonna do well, that? I mean, they already kind of have a Superman. They have an Earth, they have an Earth two Superman. That's true. Wait, not even no, Earth, that's not two. That's thirty-eight. One of the yeah. one of the thirties, yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally, here Ruby Rose's Batwoman series is reportedly considered a lock at the CW, so they have a lot of faith in that, which is good. Okay, I mean, something to replace Arrow. Yeah, that goes away. So another gritty show. Yeah, yeah. That's gritty gonna be the so gritty. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's about <laughs> a psychopath who oh ate God. a bunch of orange cream sickles. Please do it. Oh my God. Uh, now uh, moving into the MCU in, in their TV stuff. Everybody hang on, because there's a lot going on here. Okay. So we got a new Dark Phoenix trailer. All right. What, I didn't mean literally. Hang on. You can you can let go of the table, Jesse. Oh. Yeah. Okay, just relax. Sit back. And, sit. Oh, well. I should have said sit back, relax, and enjoy there the go. ride. There you go. You should have just said yeah. have some beer. Yeah. You've been fine. Have a little sip. A little sippy poo. <laughs> I'm somebody's father. That's why that happens. Uh <laughs> Yeah, there's a new Dark Phoenix trailer. Uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, I heard that there was a new trailer. I didn't watch it, but you should watch it. It's uh, interesting. Like <laughs> they they ratchet. My problem is they just they've gone to this well too much now. Like two movies within the span of like ten years with the same plot line. I'm just like, why are we doing this? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people are asking, why do we need the Joker movie? Why do we need this movie? We don't need this movie. We don't. They literally did this movie. I mean, I think it's I think it's to put a bow on yeah all Fox's X Men stuff. I see that. Speaking of X Men, The Gifted got canceled at Fox after two seasons. They were not picked up for another another season. That's which, a shame. Yeah, but you can't go full X Men on that show for whatever reason. So it's kind of pointless. That was a sarcastic. That's a shame. <laughs> Look, I did enjoy aspects of the show. Uh, Tessa Thompson says Thor Four is in the works. 
works. Really? Thor 4? Yep. So that's that a is spo- so hard to say. That's a spoiler right there. Thor 4-4? Four, four? Well, to be fair, did any Thor? of us really think going into like Endgame that Thor would be in any trouble? A little bit. A little bit. I didn't, really. Honestly, just be contractually. I yeah, mean, that's I mean, the only reason. That, yeah, but I'm more concerned about Cap and Tony than I am about Thor. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that okay. a little bit. Uh, with the director, uh, Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe I said that right. Maybe I said that wrong. Maybe my tongue doesn't work. Uh, slated to return for the movie. Um, the Eternals adds... Oh, fuck this name. Madong Suck? Suck? I sorry, swear what? to God. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Let me see the shit. M-A-D-O-N-G hyphen S-E-O-K. S-E-O-K. I don't know. I'm I don't I'm awful. I'm awful with themes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright, keep going. Uh <laughs> the North American release date for Spider-Man Far From Home has been moved up three days to July second. Tuesday, July second. Uh and uh, a slew of Endgame stuff here, so this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Endgame is officially finished and has been given a PG-13 rating, which I think was... Ugh. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry, you're, you're not going to get ass and titties in the Avengers. <laughs> no, I think that's too much. They should do PG. Really? Yeah. Nah. We're going to lose some people. I don't, th- I don't think there's any way to make this shit PG. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> okay. That would be awful. <laughs> that would be such a bad movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's no blood. Uh, Marvel is officially calling Clint Barton Ronan in, in Endgame, which I think we've okay, all yeah. known for forever. Um, interestingly, the Russo brothers have said that no one has guessed the plot to Endgame correctly, hmm. which, I mean, if you're... But didn't if, they say that about Infinity yeah, War? Yeah, and then they say that about what the movie was going to be called and... What the movie was going to be called? All right, fine. <laughs> look, we, we all were like... I, look, I, to this day, think Endgame is a stupid fucking title, but... Um, yeah, I don't care about that. The plot is more important to me. Yeah. Um, uh, look, we, we all have some, some, you know, dustings of, of threads here, but uh, I think we do not know. Wow, Mike, that. really? Dustings? Dustings. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking insensitive. Oh, just all right. until we get to later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. Uh, there will not be an intermission. So That's fine. And according to the Russos, there will be no good time to go to the bathroom. So, Sam, don't drink shit the entire time. Yeah, I pretty much plan on I got to tell my wife the same thing. Not doing that. Because there's, like, if you get up, I'm not letting you back in. I'm sorry. That's it. Uh, they, the Russos also revealed that there are not that many deleted scenes for Endgame, which makes sense. It's a three-hour movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Marvel Kevin... Uh, said that there will be no movie announcements until after Far From Home releases. Makes sense. Right. Um, so that's interesting. So here's the thing. Endgame has already sold near double the advanced tickets of Infinity War, Last Jedi, and Marvel combined. Makes sense. M- making it about five times um, more than any one of those movies has sold, which is out of control. Uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. There was someone who sold a $15,000 pair of Endgame tickets. Wasn't it just for one ticket? No, it was, it was two. It oh, it was, was the two. pair. Okay. Yeah. Does, that, does that make it better? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. $7,500 <laughs> ticket. Just wait. Gosh. 
it's like I can understand. Like I could almost understand. It was like, all right, two tickets to the premiere yeah. red carpet. Right. All right, cool. That's probably underpriced, but. Just two regular ass like two <laughs> D movie theater like what? Yeah, it's too I'm, much. I'm more upset not by the person that sold them, but the person that bought them. Like, how do you just have fifteen thousand dollars to throw around like that? <sighs> Look, man, <laughs> excess of money will make you do stupid shit. Like that's right up in there. Uh, all right, so two weird stories here back to back. Mark Ruffalo is reportedly done with the MCU after Endgame, but. Marvel's also developing a Hulk She-Hulk TV show with Mark Ruffalo set to star. So it was those two things directly conflict. Okay. Yeah, and it's weird because I saw I I, don't, I hope it's not in your in your news, but I What's in my news. The uh the Disney Plus shows are going to coincide yeah, We're going to talk with, a lot about that coming up in just like two stories. All right, cool. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. I'm happy you're happy you're out there in the world. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo has also said that Endgame has filled multiple endings, so nobody really knows what's going on. And I'm sure that's really because of him. <laughs> Between <laughs> him, him and Tom Holland. Holland yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll Benedict Cumberbatch can only do so much to stop them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know the Russos are moving on because MGM has hired them to direct and write and revamp the studio's franchises as a whole. Okay. Are you um, serious? Yeah. So good. Good for them. They, they Jeez. Absolutely deserve it. Uh, they went. They went from doing like Community on NBC. I know. Directly to, to Civil War. Or I'm sorry, to Winter Soldier. Yeah. Civil War, and then now we're here. Yeah. Like they've had a fucking ride. So I know we've kind of discussed this before, but they were like, "Hey, we're gonna take a break from doing Marvel movies for a little bit, but call us when you're ready to do Secret War." Yeah. Oh God, yes. Yep. Uh. So Marvel Kevin insists that um, the Marvel uh, the Fox characters will not be appearing in the cinematic universe for a very long time, citing a five year plan that currently does not include the X Men. Okay, so we'll we'll see. I, I don't know. Uh, the Russos have said that the key Marvel movies uh, to prepare for Endgame are Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Infinity War. Their stuff. Yeah, of course, their stuff. Yep, they're not stupid, y'all. <laughs> Uh, the Endgame directors, the Russo brothers, are also developing a Stan Lee film, which will likely be a documentary. Uh, in, in that interview, they actually cited how much they loved talking with and working with Stan Lee. So um, that's really nice. Uh, I'd love to see that. should be interesting. Uh, Black Widow begins filming in June, and they also added O.T. Fagbendel from The Handmaiden's Tale Doctor Who, Looking, The Interceptor, and The Five. Uh, that's some of his credits. All right, so a whole bunch of stuff about Disney Plus here. Okay. Ready, uh, set, go. It will be available on November 12th and okay. will only cost six ninety nine a month. No ads. Or $70 for the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. It will launch immediately on PS4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. Cool. Uh, like it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Kevin says that Disney Plus shows will play a major part in post-Avengers uh, uh, Endgame uh, MCU. Uh, Jeremy Renner is set to star in a Hawkeye TV show where he passes the mantle of Hawkeye on to Kate Bishop, which is pretty pretty accurate. Uh, there are a few shows here. Uh, Marvel's What If on Disney Plus. It's going to be based on the comic uh, with the same name. It's an animated series. So Scott Stapp to star. God, I hope 
what if? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the the first episode will ask the question, what if Peggy Carter had become a super soldier? So they will get Haley Atwell to come back and, hmm. and revoice. And I think that's the loophole that the uh, Russos had talked about earlier. Like, oh, Chris Evans isn't done with Captain America, even though we were pretty sure he's not going to play Captain America again. I think he's going to re-show up in some of these animated features where he only has to lend his voice, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Hmm. Uh, there are two other pretty big shows um, that kind of struck my fancy here. Uh, Marvel's Hero Project, uh, which uh, focuses on um, young heroes in their actual communities. So it'll be based on kids doing inspiring things to uh, positively affect their communities, which is kind of cool. And Marvel 616, which is just a working title at this point, uh, and it's an anthological uh, documentary series about all of Marvel stories, characters, creator, creators, and how they how they focused on telling these stories. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, they are they officially unveiled the Falcon and Winter Soldier Disney Plus show, and Don Cheadle has said uh, that the War Machine movie is no longer being worked on. So that's hmm. effectively dead. Didn't even know that there was one. I forgot works. about it altogether. Okay. Um, video games. Um, Ultimate Alliance 3 will drop on Switch July 19th, uh, which means I have to now work towards getting a goddamn Switch. No, you don't. I want one. You really don't. There's a lot of games I want to play on there. All right, so ordinarily here's where we play Worried or whatever, but I realized there's a show that I watch, and it was subconscious that they do a segment called Worried or whatever, but we have a little more leeway, so what we're going to do is call it What the Fuck or Whatever couple of stories here <laughs> okay starting with doomsday's clock like 67th delay for nine weeks now i saw that here's the thing that i want you guys to tell me what the fuck or whatever on uh it's also delayed jeff other jeff john's projects like uh his shazam book and the star girl tv show wow uh i'd say what the fuck <laughs> any particular reason why um I'm I'm imagining an environment where he's he's working with the you know obviously it's a collaboration and maybe it's not him that's holding up the train it's other other factors that's holding him back from pushing out his other projects and I don't that's that's not a good environment to be put in and if it happens consistently you might see a person that's been with your studio a long time walk or take a better opportunity if it continues yeah i mean his green lantern has been uh fairly consistent on time but uh i don't know yeah i think he's really getting effed yeah a little bit uh i'd go like in between so it's like whatever just because at this point it's the norm with them but it's also what the fuck because it's the norm with them (laughs) (laughs) yeah the doomsday clock portion has actually just become amusing to me at this point uh a little mad but not that much all right, uh, Swamp Thing production has been halted by WB, uh, which means the episode order has been cut from 13 to 10, with some behind-the-scenes drama citing creative differences. What the fuck or whatever? I did hear about that. Um, what the fuck? Because that's the second DC show to have behind-the-scenes problems mm-hmm. that holds up the production. You know, with Titans, that's why you got the finale you did, and then now with Swamp Thing? Like, come on. What's go? What's happening? 
I'm just whatever, just because I wasn't that into it to begin with. You see so. the teaser for that? Uh, I have not. No, it's uh, it looks like it's going to be scary, and that makes me happy. Okay, I'll and finally, uh, the Scarlet Witch Disney Plus show will be called WandaVision. What the fuck or whatever? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You're like you can't come up with something what? better than that. It's their it's their names. <laughs> It's I, but it, it sounds like a Pokemon. Like <laughs> at least Falcon and Winter Soldier is like a separation with the and. You know, I, th- I thought it was going to be Scarlet Witch and the Vision, which I would have been fine with. Yeah, WandaVision. What the fuck? WandaVision. No. What? It's 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 they literally build it as WandaVision. It's awful. It's a terrible date. What the fuck? That title makes me drink. <laughs> As he as he goes bottoms up, that's that's good work, and that's your news. Okay, so obviously we have a huge, huge movie coming up. Endgame. Dumbo. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That Wait, thing. isn't Dumbo already out? <laughs> Damn, missed my shot. I know, I know, I missed it too. But we thought it would be a good idea just to run down some categories that we came up with. Um, that's kind of uh, an overview of the entire MCU to this point, which is 22 movies? 22. 22, yeah. So we came up with individual lists, and we thought we'd just give them a little rundown for you. Um, you know, make for some interesting conversation leading up to Endgame, and um, might see uh, how it all turns out like... If any of our predictions and bullshit actually comes into fruition. I would be shocked. I would be appalled. I am very proud. I must be a little disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we can be analytical people. It's true. I mean, I can, but... Hey! God damn it. Just because I enjoy being silly doesn't mean I can't can't focus. All right. So what were you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good joke uh, alright so we're going to start with the journey of the infinity stones and I just ran that down this list really quick so in case you want to kind of condense your viewing and don't have time to watch all 22 movies here's about 11 movies <laughs> you can watch. only half of them yeah, yeah only half you got time there's only four days uh, and, and change you can you can make it work and and these are these are movies that feature the infinity stones yes. in the MCU up to this point yes Th- this is not a list of movies that we recommend you need to watch before you see Endgame it's just it's just an interesting exercise if you have the time yeah Captain America the first first Avenger the very first time we mm-hmm. see Chris Evans is we cap. should probably say this is going in chronological as the MCU timeline not as yes. the movie premiere date yes correct uh, Captain Marvel. The Avengers, Thor the Dark World, Guardian, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. The first Guardians of the Galaxy, that's not right. Yeah. Uh, Guardians Volume 1. Yes, Guardians Volume 1. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, Thor Ragnarok, uh, Doctor Strange, and Infinity War. So each of those will feature at least one Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and just all pushes you right towards the end game. Right. And if you do it right, you can watch each of those movies. If you do like three a day. <laughs> <laughs> Only three a day. Between now and then, you'll you'll nail it. Well, see, that's 
at time of recording three a day. So yeah, by but the time they going, actually listen to this. I'm pretty sure it's actually going out like tonight, so. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> start start now. <laughs> Just <laughs> stop listening to the podcast and start watching now. You might make it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then we have some other categories that uh, we just wanted to kind of discuss a little bit. Uh, so st- we'll start with the best MCU action sequences. Okay. Who are we going to start with here? Jesse. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, obviously, my go-to mm-hmm. is that car chasing in Black Panther. It's yeah. just so well choreographed, so well done. I agree with you. The there. visuals are so great. If I was forced to pick a scene other than that, though, that's what I did with a lot of these categories. I'm like, yeah. well, there's an obvious choice, but let me think of other ones. Yeah. Um, I think it's a tie between the airport fight scene in Civil War. Oh, that's a good one. And that airplane rescue scene from Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. That is... Admittedly a very eh movie, but that scene is just so good. Yeah. And so unexpected. Yeah. Um, all right. So, wait. So, I was I was going to ask. Um, the, the chase scene for me is yes. very good, too. Uh, there are two Ant-Man related scenes that are just absolutely badass to me. Oh, they were very creative with all the fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. So the first one on the train set, <laughs> like that fight scene felt huge, but when the camera panned back, it's like it's tiny they're just thing, they're yep. on a goddamn train track. It's just like they Thomas got really track. creative with yeah. all these things. Yeah. It was great. So that was good. And then the one where Hope is fighting in the restaurant. Yeah, oh my god, she's just whooping ass and changing sizes, and it was so different from most of the stuff that we've seen so far i just rewatched that like two weeks ago or something like that and i was sitting through that scene i'm like this the scene is just so good yeah really is um and then the one shot from avengers like the first avengers where like it just follows you mm, it switches yeah. between avengers that's right that was the a great time. Like, i forgot about that that was just so cool yep um all right so i actually did a top five for action sequences i love it um so my number one is Iron Man, Cap, and Winter Soldier fight scene from Civil War. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. badass. Um, There's so many good ones, man. So my number two is Bucky and Cap's highway fight. Oh, yeah. The hand-to-hand combat. It's Holy so, shit. So if you watch the behind-the-scenes featurette, that knife fight yeah. is really happening. They're like, It's not a real knife, but th- all that stuff they did is in real time. And flipping of the knife and moving it in and out, like it's out of control. Wow. That's it makes it even better then. Yeah. Um uh number three, Ragnarok, the final fight on the <laughs> on the bridge. <laughs> oh my god. Not only because of like the the actual action that goes on, but the way they shot it. Yeah. It was, you know, I don't think we've seen anything like that yet, yeah. you know, in the MCU. Um number four is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um not the car chase scene, because that was the obvious choice from that one. Mm-hmm. But even though the CG was a little clunky during it, I have to say the actual action itself in the final fight between Black Panther and Killmonger yeah. was very cool. It's a hell of a move. Um, yeah. <laughs> Number five, Iron Man 3, the final fight because of all the suits and like Tony's oh, yeah. just running around jumping off of shit From like falling in. Suit. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Spectacle. It was awesome. Like that right. movie is so eh, but it's got so many good things about it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's different. It's, a story. it's, a very, it's tonally very different. And it I, is. I think that was the first tonal shift in the MCU. And I think that's why it gets a bad rap. So let me f- toss in a, a what if here. Okay. Um, not the Creed song. Or you can toss in the Creed song. <laughs> <laughs> Just pay royalties on that shit. Um, what if the Russos had directed Iron Man as opposed to Captain America? I don't think it would have worked as well. 
I think what they did, I mean, it's hard to tell without actually seeing what the result would be, but well, I, I mean, think you they have did, a point of reference because he was a feature in Civil War. I think that they made the right choice going with Captain America, though. So do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because Tony Tony has this, like, it's supposed to be a little bit funnier um, because of his, like, arrogance and, like, all these other factors. Well, they do have comedy chops. Well, they, they do, right? They directed Community, and they, they did a great job with that, which is off, obviously, like, a comedy sitcom, you know? And But I, I, I think they made the right move with... It's almost like their strength is going towards, like, these serious overtones. Yeah. And, you know, making things a little bit lighthearted at the same time. But for Iron Man, I think it needed to be more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it would have worked out as well with the Russos. It would have been great movies, but, you know, it would have been different. Yeah, it would have been very different. So. Cool. Uh, most impressive visual effects. So for this one. there's obviously an obvious choice again with yeah. Doctor Strange. And yes. I have to say that it probably is my choice. But if I'm going to look at some other things, um, Black Panther, I was actually very impressed with, with how they did a lot of it. Uh, how they were able to take like this very futuristic tech and make it look believable mm-hmm. and actually look really nice to look at. I thought it was really great. But obviously, I got to go with Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I almost went with Doctor Strange. And then I remembered that like some stupid number, like 70 or 80% of Infinity War was, was CG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought it looked really good. Like, re- like, like they have to measure up to that moving forward especially with a character like thanos who's on screen constantly and his detailing and his expressions are fantastic so for me that that's that's the movie oh yeah um all right so i had top three for this guardians of the galaxy in general just because marvel built an entire fucking universe that we haven't ever seen that's true before like that everything else up leading up to that was just earth and just like stuff here and there, and you they know. were creative with like all the aliens there too. Yeah, yeah. It it it's, didn't it's look, it, it didn't look clunky like at all, mm-hmm. and that's really impressive. Um, Thor Ragnarok, which is almost like completely CG. Like yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity War, um, oh, yeah. specifically Thanos and Iron Man. Because his suit, oh, yeah. his suit mm-hmm. isn't like a solid piece, so that his entire thing was CG, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and th- those were the two best pieces of CG I thought came about from the entire movie because there were clunky parts from the CG oh, there, of that movie. There definitely were, but so considering the vast amount of CG that was included, especially the Black Order, like yeah, you know, what are you, what are you gonna do there? That's right. It's pretty good. Uh. We'll do the best soundtrack moment. Okay. So, like, for for the soundtrack, it has to be, like... Licensed music. Yeah, that that gets incorporated in the movie. Obviously, Guardians won. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to be most of our go-tos here. Um, what I liked about it was it was something we hadn't seen yet in the MCU. It was, like, totally fresh and new. Right. Guardians 2 had some good moments with it with the music, but I felt like they were writing the plot around incorporating the music instead of the other way around. Yes. And that was a bit of a problem, whereas Guardians 1 actually had the music that just fit the plot naturally. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, so what sticks out to me is that one moment in Civil War, we actually just played it uh, here, uh, the Alt-J song, Left Hand Free, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, when you first get introduced to Spider-Man. And it feels almost right like with 
like generally generationally like that's something that Pete probably would have been listening to at the time right and it kind of fit his awkward motif almost a little bit because that song is not like a straight ahead you know rock song or like a straight ahead alt rock song it's it's a little little quirky and Pete's a little quirky <laughs> yeah I I do think it was a good choice for the character I don't think it fit the overall tone of the movie no oh, no it didn't not. but for that scene specifically because yeah. it was just like uh, i don't i the entire movie didn't it was all scores and that was like the only song yeah in it you yeah, know so that, that's what made it stick out a little bit but yeah i, th- I think you're right i think that was the only uh, if i had to say that was the only misstep yeah um but either way and the last one for me, I, I believe they played Mr. Blue Sky in Guardians 2. They did. Yes. And I love that song. And it just, it fit perfectly in the movie to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll do it for me. Yeah, that was the opening sequence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, perfectly. So I have a top three for this. So for Guardians 1, which is my first pick, uh, I have Moon Age Daydream by David Bowie. Uh, that's playing when they go to nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Love it, and it. I think it just fit that scene so perfectly. Um, it it just did. I don't I don't know. Um, Black Panther is my number two, specifically when Killmonger enters the throne room after yeah. he has the the Black Panther power. Um, yeah, that 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 song is just it just it just hits me that beat. Yeah. Um, overall, the sound the the score of the entire film is amazing. Um, but that one part in particular really hit me. Uh, and then number three is the score from the airport scene in Civil War. Not score, soundtrack. Ooh, okay. So I don't have number three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's next. Soundtrack. The score's coming next. Sorry, I should have separated them. Um, yeah, that Black Panther soundtrack was actually pretty good overall. A lot of infectious beats. So I would. So for soundtrack for Black Panther, I'd have to say when they go to um, the casino. Yeah. 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 Well, who, who Kendrick did that? Lamar. Yeah. That yeah. was a great song. Phenomenal. And got a lot of radio play, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, now we'll move into score. Okay. Um, did, did you separate? Or? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, so, my go to is Black Panther. Yeah. Um, just the sound, the score in it is just amazing. But if we're talking just like purely iconic music that came out of the MCU, it has to be the Avengers theme. Yeah. And that's literally. The most recent one, just in general, the the main the theme. Avengers theme. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, like I don't know, it do, it doesn't matter every it's just time like it the shows up. The grandiosity of it, it right. just it has like that air of like hope and like heroism, basically to it. And I it think is perfect. They yeah. did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. That that's that's pretty much it for me. I can't I can't even pick another one. That I'm just like, all right, that was good. Um, <laughs> it's just fantastic. I mean, can't they? They haven't written a better one, in my opinion. No. Who did that score? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, we'll look it up later. Oh, yeah, we can look it up. Yeah. Um, I mean, besides besides that, so I'd have to go with either the latest iteration of like the Marvel intro. Okay. Because there's been a there have been a couple, but this latest one, which has been like the past. Year and a half, two years, something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that is the best one. Okay, um, it just makes like the hair on my arms like stand up. Alan Silvestri. Okay, no idea, but okay. Yeah, uh, I him. think he did the music. Um, 
he's done music for a lot of things specifically. I think he did Spider-Man, the animated series as well. Wouldn't doubt it. Um, and Batman, the animated series. Oh, that's some serious street cred. I think. I, I think so. But, um, yeah, I think, I think that would be it though. Um, either that or the airport scene from Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was felt really big too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which name my sex tape, uh, <laughs> and I and I think it felt so grandiose. Yeah. After you watch Homecoming, where Pete has his like own cell phone footage, <laughs> where there is no audio to it except for like everybody running around like, <laughs> and like yeah. just like you know people yelling and screaming, and there's it's just like yeah, I mean this is what it was actually like. There wasn't music playing, you know. <laughs> But then when you go back and watch Civil War with the like it's the thematic music is huge. Like, oh shit, you know. Uh, so we were gonna do a quick ranking of villains, just top five. Yep. Uh, fire away. All right. So I've actually got a top four. Okay, um, and the reason I have that is I rank them basically on their overall effectiveness and how good they were at actually being a villain. You and fucking their would. Goals. You fucking would. That's, I, I Jesse, that's exactly what I did. I so. didn't I didn't want to go with just like my personal favorites. I wanted to go and actually think about this and how they actually did. <laughs> um so I'd be surprised if our number ones were different at all. Alright, so number one is Thanos. Um of course. just because he actually did accomplish his goal. Um number two I actually put Baron Zemo. Uh, because if you think about it, his whole goal was just to divide the Avengers, which he did. He did that. Yeah, <laughs> he did that very well, quickly and easily. Um, then I have Loki, um, just because he was able to accomplish a lot of what he set out to do. Like he wanted to invade New York with the alien army. He did that. I mean, there you go. Uh, and the number four, I have Killmonger. So although yeah. he did technically die before accomplishing his goal, his ultimate goal was to just reveal Wakanda to the world, which he got T'Challa to do anyway. So yeah. he still accomplished his goal, just post-mortem. So. But achievements post-mortem are still achievements. Exactly. Yep. So uh, so very uh, similar vein. Thanos, of course, number one. It doesn't really need any... Uh, it was more my personal favorite. So mm-hmm. not, not just from the accomplish his goal type of thing, but he had a pathos about him. Like you felt for him, he did, and made him almost understandable. I mean, except for the psychopathic parts, where you're just like, "Yeah, fuck half of these people." <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I thought, and he was menacing at times, uh, especially during the Iron Man fight. All that fight, all that for just a drop of blood. It's like that's terrifying. Which came back. Um, I I just read an article. Same. I think you we Iron have Man too. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I Ivanko. Yeah, so in, in Iron Man oh, 2, yeah. Ivan Vanko, um, who is Whiplash, right? That's mm-hmm. his name? Yeah. yeah. He says to Tony, like, if you if you can make God bleed, people will cease to exist in him. Yeah. Essentially. Um, believe in him. Yeah, believe in him. Right. <laughs> so pretty much when you get to Infinity War and Tony makes Thanos bleed that one drop of blood, he's like, one drop of blood, like all that for one drop of blood. Yeah. That is enough for Tony to be like, all right, you know what, motherfucker? Like, you did bleed, so you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is Loki. Okay. Uh, he's shown up so much, you've gotten used to him, and you can't quite trust him, even no. though you're sure Never. that at times it like, okay, his motives might actually be a little bit pure here, um, but he's a 
untrustworthy motherfucker. So Even I in don't potential death. You can't trust him. Yeah, we've seen him die exactly. at least twice. Uh, so no, um, three for me was Vulture. Believe it or not. Okay, I actually kind of forgot about him. It was a smaller story, um, and he was menacing, and he was integral to the plot all the way throughout. Like once Peter, like once Peter shows up to get Liz, and like oh he, my god, he, like that car ride where he's kind of like talking about who, like like revealing that he knows who Pete is. You're just like, holy shit, dude, this is scary. And uh, big ups to Michael Keaton there. Yeah. Um. After that, Killmonger, I, I thought there was a lot of um, society-related um, motives mm-hmm. there, and I thought they came across very well. Uh, and uh, Baron Zemo end up there. All right. So my list. Um... <laughs> do it all. Just do it all. So Hit it quick. I, I, I ranked them all, and the thing about my list is I couldn't decide – between my personal favorites and their overall effectiveness. <laughs> so some of them might make sense. Some of them might not. Um, you never know. You do you, bro. So, all right. Just going from 1 to 21. Here we go. <laughs> 21. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Thanos. Winter Soldier. Of course. Oh, good. Hela. Vulture. Yeah. Loki. Uh-huh. Killmonger, uh-huh. Red Skull. Oh yeah, I forgot. About okay, that. right. Ronan, Ultron. Ronan. Yeah, from Guardians One. Oh yeah, the Accuser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How many the, other Ronins are there? <laughs> well, Got to remember in in uh, Endgame. Well, no, we haven't had that yet. Ronin, not Ronan. We haven't had that yet. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I, was, I got confused. Stop for looking a forward. I forgot where I was. <laughs> Okay. I'm old. Um, so Ultron, Zemo, Ivan Vanko, then Ego, Dormammu, Mandarin. I've come to bargain. Uh, fucking like uh, that, was, that was just bad. Um, Mandarin, uh, Ghost, Darren Cross, which is the villain from Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, became Yellow Jacket. Yes. Obadiah Stane, Abomination. <laughs> Uh, Abomination is the villain from the Hulk. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. You gotta um, clarify that because no, I was laughing ta- because the movie. We never bad. talk about that movie. So, Cree <laughs> um, from Captain Marvel, because they were really the villain. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a giant lump. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Um, Thor. The villains from Thor movies essentially rounds Malik- out the end of Malekith. My, yeah. Loki. And, well. Ragnarok is Grandmaster and Hela. The first two Thors is why. Oh, first two. The first two. So Malekith. Yeah, I said Hela in my. She was my third. Yeah, yeah. So. Thor. Thor's the villain. (laughs) Fuck. He fucked it all up. The movie Thor is the villain here. Thor the Dark World is the villain here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So those are my my villains ranked. So uh, this one's actually kind of personal. So. Most important MCU hero. I'm Ooh. curious to see where you guys went. Okay, so I went with the definition of basically who's had the most overall impact on the MCU, whether God it's damn, good or bad. <laughs> um, I'm, I guarantee I'll probably have a different person than you, though. All right. So I have a, one person that I have, and then I have two honorable mentions. Okay. So my one person is actually Bucky. 
Oh. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that he was oh. like my favorite or anything. I'm just saying he was at all the pivotal moments in the MCU so far. Because if you think about it, Winter Soldier was all about him. It was all about how he basically helped Hydra to take over S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone now. They're not there to help with the Thanos invasion. Then he's there as the root cause of the Civil War. He splits the Avengers. The Avengers are split. Thanos comes and they're a divided force now. So he's at the center of all this stuff. The root cause of basically half of the stuff that leads to them just being split. Just fucking blew my mind. So nice. that's why I that's say he is the most important person. Woo. Just because he's had the most impact on the MCU. All right. My honorable mentions out. Damn, got, you got to give everybody a shot to pick their jaws up off the floor. That was <laughs> groundbreaking right there. Um, so then my honorable mentions, I've got Gamora. Just because if she didn't divulge the location of the Cell Stone, Thanos never would have won. And then uh, Star-Lord because of his infamous scene in Infinity War. <sighs> I've softened on that really hard. But it, I mean, I understand like why he did it and all, but really, it's, I've you still have that really hard. That doesn't. <laughs> I have you still have to think about it though. If he didn't do it, they would have stopped that. Oh, they almost had it off. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I have to throw him in there as a pivotal moment in the MCU in general. Um, I did not do any runners up. There was one person who has who has been instrumental to the MCU so far, and that is Captain America. All right. It is hands down. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's hands down Captain America. The very first movie is where we first see the Tesseract, which was the first time we really see an Infinity Stone in any shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pivotal to rallying the Avengers in the first Avengers movie. Um, he obviously Winter Soldier changes the entire landscape of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including the TV stuff. Um, Civil War. It splinters the Avengers. It puts him directly at odds at t- with Tony, who he at the very least respects, if if not more. Um, and then you know you see him go toe to toe, but like severely underpowered to go toe to toe with Thanos, and tries to take him on by himself. It fails miserably because <laughs> the clock's straight upside the head, and it's kind of hilarious because he to me he should have died. Because Thanos is pretty fucking strong, um, and, and he seems to be the driving force behind everything in Endgame. So to me, he he's he's too important um, as, as opposed as compared to everybody else. Yeah, and you know what i I picked the same same person. Yeah. So just to piggyback off of you, um, I essentially just I, I just think he he's the glue that draws everybody together on more than one occasion. Uh, without his leadership the Avengers just wouldn't be, you know, like Stark, Stark can put together a team, but he isn't a strong leader like Cap is. Um, so they wouldn't really follow him. I don't think as much they would follow yeah. Cap. Um, so for, for that reason, I, I think he's the most important. And for all the reasons that you said as well, I'm just yeah. saying things that you might not have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Uh, so, where do you think the MCU goes after this? Man. Because we there's a couple things we know off offhand. Um, contracts are up for the the Trinity mm-hmm. at the very least. They're 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 done. They don't have new contracts in hand. We get a whole bunch of TV stuff and there's nothing announced. But we know that there's no Fox properties that are involved. So what do you think they're going to focus on? Do we really know that Fantastic Four is not involved? <sighs> They've said that. No Fantastic Four, no X-Men. Hmm. Wow. 
which is disappointing. I guess those first few years, they just want to deal with like the aftermath of these two movies. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're obviously going to weave like Captain Marvel into it more and yeah. make her like a linchpin of the MCU moving forward. So I guess... So I'll, I'll ask this. What do you think the core Avengers team will look like moving forward? Well, definitely Captain Marvel. Um, I feel like they're going to rope Doctor Strange in there a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, who else would we maybe have? Because if, if... Adam Warlock. I, I think there there be some they were Adam working Warlock's on that, there. but they were working on that for Guardians 3, which is now pushed back very far. Yeah, at least so, three years. Yeah. So will we get that anytime soon? Mm, likely yeah. not. I, pretty much I I see for the first like five years, I think, after Endgame, a lot of individual stories and a lot of trilogy or like, you know, a franchise building. Yeah, they're basically yeah. starting from scratch. Um. I don't see another Avengers coming together for at least another five years. I, I actually agree with that. And uh, I think we're going to put it uh, eventually. I think I wrote an opinion piece basically saying stop making Avengers movies. Let so, everyone heal basically from all yeah. these two things. Because here's the thing. Like they they did Avengers at the right at the right time. But they also had these individual stories built up by that point. Everybody cared. Yeah. You know, and everybody continues Take to care. DC. Yeah. Everybody continues to care because they did individual movies in between the next Avengers. You know, so they need to do the same thing with these new characters that are coming in. And that's that's how you do it. It needs time. Yeah. You need to breathe. You can't just go into another Avengers in, in two years with Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel... Um, Panther. Guardians, Panther. You could. You could. You could, but I kind of don't it'd want be, that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a bit of a rush. Let's, let's slow it down. So, and it's like, there's there's not enough time to build up a big enough threat to warrant these people to come together, you know? And now, like, so I know they said these, these specific characters, Fantastic Four and X-Men, are not involved, but you can use some of their villains, Sure. You can you can use utilize Doctor Doom. You can utilize Annihilus. You can utilize Galactus or um god damn it, there's one I was just thinking about. Kang the Conqueror. This is a huge Avengers villain, but for whatever reason was stuck in purgatory over at Fox. Um the, the, all this stuff is now available to you. You can work towards that. Uh and and because because Kang is a time traveler, you can still then maybe get some of these original actors back for just a cameo here or there. True. It's a pass-through. You don't really need them to be front and center hell movie, but um, it, that could be at least interesting to see. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think they would really include Guardians in the core Avengers team, um, but at the very least, you're going to see Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. I think that might be your new... Your new, new Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. I do see Ironheart. I, I, I see, hope so. I, see, I would like to see that, yeah. I see Ironheart, and I actually, and it, I hate to say this, but I see Tom Holland dying and Miles Morales coming in. It, I mean, they could do that. It would take a while because I think they would want to slowly integrate that, but I could see that maybe another like 10 years down the line. Well, to be honest. especially especially because of Into the Spider-Verse and how popular that character is. 
Yeah, I think they're going to do a Miles TV show, so I don't know that they're going to necessarily cross it over that quickly. But I think that would be kind of cool to watch. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, So let's talk about your favorite Avengers team moment. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the entire team. It could be just a pairing or a couple of characters together. But uh, what was your favorite team moment? Uh, that two-part battle on Titan from Infinity War. Yeah. Um, they just, they knew what they had, who they had on that planet, and they played everyone to their strengths. And it was, even Mantis, who was like, what the fuck are you going to do with Mantis? She was like the linchpin of the whole plan. Like, yeah. they played everyone to their strengths so beautifully. Thank you, Star-Lord. <laughs> yeah. Plan. My plan, by the way. <laughs> Let me make the plan, and it won't be terrible. Should have gone right. <laughs> uh, so, I... You know, it's tempting to go the original Avengers movie, but the pairing that I loved the most started there, the Hulk and Thor. Every time, especially when, once you hit Ragnarok, and that's and it's mostly them that, like, it was basically described as a buddy cop movie in space. Every time they're on screen together, it's just pure magic. Mm-hmm. Be, like, especially in that last fight scene where Hulk is just basically a temper tantrum toddler. Um it is just fantastic to watch and so fun and so funny. Um, so, so that's probably it for me. Okay. Um, so my, my pick was Titan mm-hmm. um, for exactly the reasons that you said. <laughs> but knowing that that would probably come up, <laughs> I picked another moment where it, it was a team moment, not necessarily all Avengers, right? Okay. So I think the one that hit me the most was from Guardians 2, actually. Okay. When they were all up, and this was after the fight with Ego, they were all up in the ship, and they're like pretty much like screaming at each other, like, where's Quill? Yeah. Mm. That hit me right in the feels. Yeah. And it, I, I just thought that was a pretty powerful moment, because it's like, with the, with the Guardians... You, oh, they're Avengers now. <laughs> they are Avengers now, but you, you never really... Well, the one that's still alive is. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just going <laughs> to bring them all in here. You never get um, a true feel for how each each other feels for each other. You know, they're very standoffish. Um, yeah. You know, with their personal feelings. But in that moment, you knew how each person felt about Quill. Yep. You know, I just thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah, I think so, too. Um <laughs> Another just random moment just popped in my head uh, when Thor comes to uh, Wakanda in Infinity War mm-hmm. and Cap meets Groot. He's like, he's like, I am Groot. And he's like, I, I'm Steve Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's gonna, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Uh, so stupid. It's great. All right, so for you guys, what is critical for someone to view before they watch Endgame? I mean, obviously Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'll start. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, first two Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't miss those. Why? Why? Uh, Infinity Stones coming together. The team that really badass opening sequence where they're hunting down Hydra in the beginning yep. of Age of Ultron. <laughs> like slow mo. Everybody oh, in the so, woods. Just makes my nips hard. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, first one. Um, just fantastic. Just good movie. Um, Infinity Stone, of course. Uh, the Captain America trilogy. Just top to bottom. Some of my favorite movies. And Winter Soldier is not just one of my favorite MCU movies, but probably one of my favorite movies. Me too. Uh, it's just so well done. 
like I didn't know that's what a comic book movie could be, and it was it was excellent. And of course, Infinity War. I'm not stupid. <laughs> it's just so good. Um. So, dis- disregarding my my favorite ones, I'd have to say that you you'd have to go with. I mean, obviously, Infinity War, Civil War. Yeah. Be- because that's just like the end all be all of the relationships before Infinity War starts. Yeah, that's right? a good point. Mm-hmm. Um and then also I, I I feel like Black Panther is very important just because of knowing like Wakanda's capabilities. Like that might play into things very strongly. And, and you know they don't really address that. No. Infinity War. Like you're in Wakanda for five minutes. It's like, oh, aliens at the door. Well, we better go deal with this. Yeah. yeah. So I I think those are really the essential ones to go with. Okay. So. Good. Yeah, no, I, I think I'd focus a lot on Winter Soldier and Civil War just because of how defining it is for the universe. Sure. Um, but, I mean, obviously Infinity War... Um, <laughs> And then yeah, Pan- you have to make a make a good point with Panther there um, to really understand what it is that because I I guarantee they're going to focus a lot of time in Wakanda just based off of they should a the capabilities that they have and b how massive that movie was yeah they'd be right. stupid not to have a good chunk of it in Wakanda so interestingly before Infinity War came out they had no idea how big Black Panther was going yeah. to be and they and they gambled a lot putting a lot of the pressure on that, that third act in in Wakanda. So I think they're going to, be, they, they looked at it and were like, okay, we need to go back and, and just put some more in here. Hopefully they did that ahead and didn't deal with reshoots, but yeah. Yeah. Look good. All right. Time for the fun part. Okay. Fake ass predictions. Oh my goodness. So if you listen to this show like a, a year ago when we did this, this same similar show, um, I predicted that Thanos would end up starting a hot dog cart, and that's what I'm going with again. He starts a hot dog cart. It is wildly successful. Um, Listen, he's, convicts he's can't call really it snap dogs. You, you, you can't really, you can't really do much after you know. <laughs> he he's on a farm. He's gonna get sick of that farm, and he's be like, I want to, I want to sell hot dogs to the people of Earth. That's what I'm gonna do. Avengers Boom. get free hot dogs for life. No free drinks though. That's true. Can't, can't do the drinks. Perfectly balanced. Yeah. That's all things should be. All right, I've actually got three of them going from eh, could be to what the fuck. All right. <laughs> um, mm, yes. So after living in a world where half the population is gone, Bruce Banner decides that he likes it this way since there's less people to actually piss him off. So he joins Thanos aside <laughs> and actively stops everyone from reversing the snap. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. With all the ash and dust floating around the universe, the Avengers decide to open a vacuum cleaning service. Mm. It does very well. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It does very well. (laughs) All right. After getting back to Earth, Carol learns about this fantastic show about six friends living in New York City that get into all sorts of antics every week. She decides that she would rather binge watch the show, which she mistakenly calls pals, despite Tony's insistence that it's called friends over and over again. And the entire movie is just her reaction to key points in the series. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what I got. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's real good. Oh man, you got me a little tear up just a little bit. That's good. Uh I know it's impossible to follow, but Sam. <laughs> just staring at Sam reading his stuff on his computer. I'm sweating above me. Oh. Just three hours of watching Carol watch friends. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, I can't fucking, t- <laughs> I can't top that. So never mind online because they suck. Like do the other, <laughs> the Avengers like kind of like pop in and just watch yeah, episodes with while, Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he's not around. It was Nick Fury. <laughs> you just hang out watching friends. <laughs> he's the one who starts singing Smelly Cat. That is true. <laughs> That's not a cat. <laughs> that ain't no cat. Oh, all right. So I think that's it, though, right? For all of our <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. all the categories that we wanted to hit. Uh, all right. We have a little unfinished business here. Uh, so thank you for again to everybody who participated in, voted, and entered the contest to win our package from the Twisties. Uh, we have our winner. Uh, if I get a little drum roll action here. <gasps> Marissa Rada! Yeah! Woo! So we'll we'll get in contact with you and get you your, your package. Your super sweet package. Um, this feels weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to let it go. Uh, we are actually now being sued. Uh, yep. <laughs> so uh, look forward to that. It should be very, very fun for you. Uh, we hope. This uh, package will be fun for you. I didn't say those words. I specifically did not say those <laughs> words. You said those words. Uh, Moving it on. Let's uh, drop it into final thoughts here. All right. All right, I got two. Uh, one, <sighs> genetics are weird. Um, so recently I shaved uh, my beard off, but I'm finding different colored hairs in oh, my beard. all the time. I, I'm an African-American male. I've found a blonde hair. And a red hair, in addition to the two grays that I have in my I, beard. So mine's normally brown. I find black, red, blonde, gray, silver, uh, all of them. The the grays, uh, I kind of expect, but the the red threw me straight for a loop. I was like, "Where the fuck are you from?" Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I'm me. scared. That's <laughs> from Sam. Somehow or another, just rubbing my face <laughs> on yours at night. Honestly. <laughs> So like soft, you don't even o- feel it. Hanging over my bed like Mission Impossible stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take this. Oh, I don't have facial hair, so I can't rub it on there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, let's see. I want to fall asleep right now and wake up on Thursday at like 8.30 p.m. So I can just wake up. Take a quick shit and roll right into end Quick, game. you better take that thing long. Because if, if you're sitting next to me, you better not get up. I'm not getting up. You better not get up. I'm not getting up. Stuck. Yeah. I'm also bringing two phones to end game. So if I do have to get up, I'm just going to video call myself on the one phone. And I'll just, I'll just hold it for you. I'll, that'll yeah. do. Yeah. I'll do that for you. Thank you. I'm that kind of friend. That's it. <laughs> Um, if you're planning a trip to Vegas anytime soon, just be aware that the weather can be very unpredictable at times, mm. um, especially as we get into the summer months. Is that her name? Okay. What? Especially <laughs> if we get, as we get into the summer months. Because <laughs> um, I was just there last week 
Um, and it was bright and sunny, except for this giant like storm cloud that was just like kind of moving across the desert. So it was like a brief like two minutes where it was just constant like downpour. Oh, and so then Florida. It was, and then it was fine again. So yeah, just keep that in mind, especially as we get into the summer months. <laughs> hmm. All right, last one for me. Um, I kind of hate... Um, the one thing I hate about Into the Spider-Verse is I now kind of like a Post Malone song. And <sighs> if you've ever looked at Post Malone, you kind of want to gouge your eyes out immediately. And that one song, because Miles sings it like a couple of different times in the movie, and it gets stuck in your head really easily. I really enjoy the song. And then I'm like, oh, Post Malone. God damn it. You know what? So just going off of that, I, I saw at the Grammys this past year. Yeah, it was the Grammys. Um, he played with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. He was so fucking good. Like, all right, he wasn't amazing. But if you're thinking of Post Malone like a piece of trash, and then you watch that, it's like, well, I'm going to have to rethink this. All right, maybe I'll watch it, but I probably won't. Yeah. I mean, it is a great performance. So, I don't know, maybe give it a look. But that's about it for me. I'll consider it. That's it for me. That's all I got. All right. Well, guys, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Good We'll good. touch. We'll touch base with you guys next week. Yeah. Good fucking and luck. Yeah. We'll see how we are. What state we're in? Yep. Um. Probably crying. Probably happy. Probably more crying. So, um. Thank you everybody for listening. I hope you liked our lead up to Endgame. And uh, if you like it, please like and share this um, this twist cast. Um, obviously, like and share our, our Facebook page and our website. Check out everything we got to offer on all of our social media stuffs. And that's about it. Everybody enjoy Endgame. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, everybody, stay twisted. Stay twisted.